Hey Coleraine, my name is Hannah. As always, I'm here to bring you an episode that focuses on a resident, public servant, or business in the township and ask who they are and how they help the township to function. This week, I sit down with the new senior planner, Taylor Grunewald. As always, I hope you enjoy. Hi, I'm Taylor Grunewald. I am the senior planner at Coleraine Township, and I am super excited to be with the Coleraine team because Corain is just so full of passionate people. I've only been here for two and a half weeks, but I can already tell that everybody is just excited to make a change and make things happen here. All right, so let's just jump on in. What was your journey like to this position? Yeah, so um, I actually am from Cincinnati, Ohio, originally. Um, I was born and raised in St. Bernard, which is pretty close to here. Um, Mm -hmm. And I ended up going to Ohio State on an Evans scholarship. Um, I started out biochem pre-med, which I decided very quickly was not the route that I wanted to take. I just didn't get to use my creativity as much as I would have liked. Um, So I ended up actually switching majors. Um, I went undecided for a little while. Mm -hmm. And then I came across the city and regional planning course. And I took the intro and I was just obsessed right off the bat. It took everything that I thought I might be interested in and combined it Mm -hmm. into one major. So, um, you know, I was looking at political science at one point. I was looking at sociology, um, economics, real estate. And it kind of brought it all together, and I see it as a way to solve the world's problems while comprehensively thinking about things. Mm -hmm. So it's a cool creative crossroads almost. Yes, yeah. No, it it's a way to kind of think about the world holistically and make sure that, you know, you're taking the people into account, you're taking the earth into account, Mm -hmm. you know, you're taking the built environment that we've created into account. So it's making it all work together Mm -hmm. and you get to dabble in a lot. I actually graduated from Ohio State in 2016, um, moved back to Cincinnati because I missed it so much. Mm -hmm. I thought I'd leave Cincinnati and never come back. And then when I got into city and regional planning, I realized that this is exactly where I wanted to be. Yeah. Um, So, you know, I started job hunting and ended up getting a role at the Port Authority and their marketing Mm -hmm. communications department, um, which made a lot of sense for me at the time because I focused so heavily on graphics and mapping while I was in my program at Ohio State. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I I started in the marketing communications team. Um, After about a year there, I switched over to the real estate development team, Mm -hmm. which aligned much more closely with my, you know, background in urban planning. And from there, um, I was there for about three years before I made the switch over to the Coleraine team, and I'm super excited to be here. Yeah. Uh, let's go back to the, the Port Authority, because I was looking into them. They're really interesting. Do you want to talk about what kind of their role is and what they do? Yeah. So they are very interesting. It's a really unique entity. Um But it has so many developmental powers that are granted to it Mm -hmm. under Ohio Revised Code. And we're actually very lucky to have a Port Authority that does, you know, so much in terms of economic development and real Mm -hmm. estate development in Cincinnati and Hamilton County. Um, So traditionally, when you think of a Port Authority, um, you think of maritime trade and 
a, a port and yeah boats. <laughs> I I was very misled I like when I had no idea really going into this before I started looking into Port Authority what all they did and it, it's kind of crazy it's definitely not what you think no and honestly prior to coming back to Cincinnati I had no idea mm-hmm. and then when I started looking for a job and I started really digging into what a, the Port Authority here did I was just in awe um mm-hmm. So we don't have a port on the Ohio River in the traditional sense. Um, But port authorities are really just economic development agencies for whatever, you know, means you have. Yeah. Um, And in Cincinnati and Hamilton County, we have a lot of land. So um, the port authority's main objective is to take underproductive Mm -hmm. real estate and kind of get it back into that productive use And there's, like, a variety of tools that they have to do that. There's public finance, which a lot of the buildings that you see downtown are financed, you know, through the Port Authority, through bonds. Mm -hmm. Um, There's an industrial revitalization side, which brownfield redevelopment, so old factories and those kind of things. Um, They're they're cleaning up the contaminated soils and, Mm -hmm. you know, bringing jobs back. And then there's the neighborhood revitalization side, which is where I sat – um, and we are kind of looking at things on that smaller scale, you know, mm-hmm. site by site, residential, commercial business districts, um, acquiring properties that have been you know vacant for years or they're just land mm-hmm. and getting them back into a use that serves the community. Wow, that is yeah. really amazing. <laughs> Do you have any programs that you played a big role on or that you want to highlight through Port Authority? Yeah, so um, I was on the commercial development team, and so I worked in the neighborhood business districts mostly. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things that I managed was our commercial disposition process. So it's funny, you think of someone who's going out and selling properties, and they're highlighting all of these beautiful features, and Mm -hmm. it's this new glamorous property. Well, I was selling properties that sometimes had holes in the floor, (laughs) and (laughs) maybe the roof was caving in, but... um, you know, I, I matched a lot of folks up and a lot of businesses up with their dream fixer-upper mm-hmm. type property through that application Sounds process. Sounds like an HGTV show it that is, I want to watch. It is. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's fun. And then, you know, for some of those properties, they were in such bad shape that we couldn't really walk people through them because, you know, there might not it's have been a, a floor. dangerous. Yeah. yeah it's a construction so, zone. And that scenario, um, we had a historic stabilization program, mm-hmm. and I was in charge of stabilizing a lot of our commercial properties. So that basically means going in and building the bones back mm-hmm. up so that they're safe to walk through. They're VBML compliant for the city. Um so it, I really loved that because I'm passionate about historic preservation. Yeah, let's get into that. Do you have yeah. any favorite like historical sites in the area? Oh or? my gosh. Um, so I'm just going to name a couple of the properties that I worked on specifically right. that yeah, I love. Yeah, that sounds great. Um, so they're actually on Corain Avenue down in Northside. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 4000 Corain. Uh, it's the old Farmer's Hotel building. It's a beautiful building. Um, it's really unique. In mm-hmm. the fact that the first floor, you could tell it used to be commercial space. Um, the second floor looks like it might have been either single room occupancy or a hotel of some sort. Well, it was a hotel at one point in yeah. time. Um, and then the third floor, you walk up there and it's just this big, beautiful ballroom huh. with like 20 foot ceilings. It huh. comes out of nowhere. But that was one that we stabilized. And then actually, we were working towards finding an end user mm-hmm. um, when I departed, but it, I think we have somebody lined up, so it's oh, going to be perfect. really cool to see that redeveloped. 
Uh, what exactly do you mean by stabilized? So sure. stabilization, um, it's not your typical property renovation or rehab. Mm-hmm. Basically, the goal of stabilization is to buy time for a structure. Okay. So you want to get in there, and if the roof is caved in, you're, you're putting a new roof on the structure. You're making it watertight. Mm-hmm. You're rebuilding any of those structural components. Um, and we like to look at that as a stopgap for these buildings because yeah. a lot of them are facing demolition if something doesn't happen quick. Mm-hmm. So, Or they're going to fall down on their own. Um, so stabilization just kind of buys that time and then... till you can get yeah, your permanent resident in there. Exactly. Until somebody comes along that you know wants to buy this building and redevelop it. Mm-hmm. And the market is where it needs to be in the area to... Yeah fix that building up that's amazing I love <laughs> I love historical properties I'm I love going down to OTR and seeing yes. the old art deco buildings down there yeah absolutely mm-hmm. well and then there's a couple buildings down there that before my time at the port they stabilized in the mm-hmm. OTR area but yeah it's it's a really neat program and it's not something that every port authority mm-hmm dabbles in most yeah. most port authorities across the country have nothing to do with real estate the way that the cincinnati hamilton county port authority does yeah, so that's, that's really amazing especially considering like cincinnati has such a rich history too mm-hmm. it's such an old city i think um we both spent a lot of time in columbus and you just don't get the same architecture in columbus or the oh, same no. buildings and like rich history yeah it's definitely a, a new city relative mm-hmm. to Cincinnati and that's what I missed so much when I, I went exactly away to <laughs> yeah you want to see these buildings that are a hundred years old and had several you know phases go through but mm-hmm. the bones are still there and yes absolutely yeah, yeah. We're, we're really lucky to have the architecture that we do here so mm-hmm. what was your work like at the St. Bernard Community Improvement Corporation Advisory Board yeah so um, the St. Bernard CIC is an entity that's set up in that community to kind mm-hmm. of handle their economic development and real estate development. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. Corrine Township actually has a CIC as well. Okay. Um, so I, I imagine that they have very similar functions. But for St. Bernard specifically, um, I was really excited to get involved because that's where I'm from. And mm-hmm. I, you know, for generations, you know, my family has grown up there and yeah I actually just bought a house there oh wow congrats thank you um I'm renovating it right now so (laughs) I'm not moved in yet but I will be eventually Mm -hmm. um but yeah I it's very neat because I was able to take some of the concepts that I learned at the port Mm -hmm. and apply those there so you know we started an application process to sell some of the properties that we had um we actually saved a whole row of four houses from demolition um, and found a developer through the application process that I think recently just sold one of them for like the highest sale price I've seen in St. Bernard in years and years. So Mm -hmm. it's really neat to be able to kind of dig in and and do urban planning in my community where yeah. I actually grew up. So And so many like memories are tied yeah. to that's amazing. Give back. So you've been at Coleraine for about oh, two weeks. Two and weeks. Two days. Wow. <laughs> what are some of the skills that you maybe got working at St. Bernard or working with the port that you want to implement in Coleraine? Yeah, I mean, well, you kind of just said it right there. Implementation mm-hmm. is key, I think. Um, so coming from 
a place where I was using urban planning principles, but also learning real estate development. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I'm really going to be able to help with the comprehensive planning update that is happening right now. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that we really want to emphasize in that is the implementation side of planning. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that this isn't a plan that is going to go, you know, sit on a shelf per se, we want to be able to set some action steps and find partnerships, find financial resources, get creative, and actually make the things in this plan happen. And, you know, there's been a lot of great things that have been done in Coleraine in the past, you know, 10, 20, 30 years, but I think we want to make sure that momentum keeps going and building and that we're capturing what people want to see. So... I love that. Keep it... Do you have a vision for what you would like to see in Coleraine in 15 years some of the the businesses you would like to bring in or maybe just a broad idea that really is guiding you yeah I mean I would love to focus on the commercial corridor so the Coleraine Mm -hmm. commercial corridor um I think right now it's you know there's a lot of automobile oriented businesses which isn't a bad thing Mm -hmm. um you know it is a large corridor but I think kind of focusing on beautifying the corridor and making it feel a little bit more pedestrian friendly yeah. would be great. Um, I also, because I'm really passionate about business districts in general, would love to see some of those smaller pockets of commercial space mm-hmm. rejuvenated. Okay. Um, focus on that. And then also figuring out how we can, you know, really facilitate those partnerships outside of Coleraine Township with major stakeholders, be it the Port Authority and the Land Bank, um, to, Mm -hmm. you know, make redevelopment happen in residential areas as well. And, you know, Northgate Mall, for instance, I think there's, that has a bright future ahead of it. We just have to figure out what that plan is. Mm -hmm. So figure out how to work in the potential it already has and really make it concrete. What inspires you most about planning? I think for me, it is definitely that intersection that we were talking about before. I love being able to work with people and mm-hmm. make change happen. Um, and so when you're bringing together all of those different factors, both environmentally, you know, socially, politically, and making something good happen, mm-hmm. I, I just love that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's crazy the effect planning has on our day-to-day without us even realizing it. Yeah, And absolutely. it can really improve or derail your day-to-day life. Right, no, and I, I think it's really funny because I think that there's a lot of people out there that don't necessarily know what urban planners do or mm-hmm. understand that day-to-day, but you can tell when a neighborhood or a place has not been planned well. So mm-hmm. a lot of times you're seeing the effects of good planning or bad planning after the fact. Mm-hmm. So I I just want to make sure, you know, we're getting in here and we're doing the best we can with this comp plan update and, you know, listening to people and making sure that we're sending the township in the right direction. Yeah. And setting that priority list and mm-hmm. 16 days in. Mm-hmm. What is your day to day like? What are you responsible for? Yeah, so I have been really heavily focused on the comprehensive plan since I started. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of day-to-day stuff that I'm not quite getting into just yet because we want to place such a heavy focus on the comp plan. Yeah. Um, But with that being said, one of my first initiatives that we are kicking off and advertising right now um, is our digital input series. Awesome. So we are actually 
you know, one of the complications of COVID, unfortunately, is that we can't meet face-to-face the same way that we have been in the past. And so that makes community engagement, which is crucial to planning, super hard. but through the digital engagement series, we actually have a survey that we've launched, um, and it's at the Imagine Coleraine website. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we're asking folks questions about the different character areas in Coleraine, be it, you know, the suburban areas, the rural areas, the Coleraine corridor. Um, and then we're taking those responses and we're collecting them, analyzing them, and then using them to kind of influence discussion in some sessions at the end of the month. So. Mm-hmm. We are hosting um, five digital conversations. They're going to be on Zoom starting on August 26th. Awesome. Yeah. Where, where can listeners find the link to join those Zoom calls? So if you go to www.imaginecolrain.com mm-hmm. um, and then click along the top, there's a digital input series button up there. You'll be able to find that Zoom link. And then it's also advertised on our Facebook page. It's advertised on Twitter. Beautiful. Perfect. Yeah. Um, What type of input are you looking for through those? Yeah. So, I mean, we really want to know what people see in Coleraine Township that, you know, they'd like to change. We want to see what people kind of imagine as the future of Mm -hmm. Coleraine Township. So for each of those character areas, we want people to kind of dive in and let us know in in a perfect world if you could – you know, invent what you wanted this to look like, yeah. what would that be? Um, and then how do you think we should get there? So we are, we're keeping it a little bit broad in some of our questions because we just want to collect as much information from folks as possible. Mm-hmm. And we're all ears. Um, but each of those different sessions at the end of the month will be focused on a particular character area. So I believe the first one on August 26th is more of our first ring suburb traditional neighborhood setting. Mm-hmm. So like the neighborhoods of Grossback and Northbrook are going to be a huge focus there. And then we kind of cycle through other character areas on subsequent Wednesdays. Awesome. Yeah. That's that's great. What exactly is like a character area, just to clarify? So the way that we're looking at character areas here, um, we're looking at areas that were planned in a similar manner um, Mm -hmm. and kind of originated in a similar time, perhaps. So what we recognize is that, you know, certain areas in the township need different solutions. Mm -hmm. Um, No two areas in Coleraine are exactly the same. Um, But there are, you know, like Northbrook and Grossback, although different areas with different identities, um, they might have some of the same solutions in the long term because of the density and because of you know the setting Mm -hmm. um being so similar so that really is just a way for us to kind of guide conversation with folks at the end of the day we're going to come up with a plan that guides the entire township um Mm -hmm. with recommendations that are specific to each area yeah that's awesome you could design anywhere what feed or what would you want to see you get your own little plot of land oh my gosh <laughs> this is like sim city all exactly over again. <laughs> i actually talked about sim city with mike iota last in the importance so of sim city that it played on his life well it is that's funny though because mm. i you know some kids when they're younger they they play with their toy kitchen they play with their mm-hmm. toy doctor kit I was on SimCity constantly really? as a kid. And my mm-hmm. mom always laughs about it now because she's like, oh my gosh, that 
Look at your it's exactly path. what you do. You should have known right then. <laughs> That's exactly what she says. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for me, what I really love is a pedestrian-friendly environment. Okay. Um, obviously, you know, there's so many factors. Transportation's really important. But at the end of the day, the pedestrian and the people are what make a community. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important to plan for them, have, you know, complete streets, have places that they can walk and feel safe, have Mm -hmm. places that they can walk to. So, you know, not only meeting their basic needs, so having grocery stores, having dry cleaners, childcare, schools within Mm -hmm. a distance that they can get to, um, but also having some things that might not qualify as basic needs some things that are really like unique to the community yeah those placemakers that really make it this is Coleraine and this is what Coleraine looks like exactly so and I I think Coleraine already does have a lot of like very unique especially when it comes to like parks Mm -hmm. for instance like there are some really beautiful parks in Coleraine Township that I've come across even in the last you know two weeks of working here Mm -hmm. um so I, I think Coleraine definitely has a lot of those elements, and I'm excited to keep finding them as I get yeah. further into the job. And there's a, a wonderful parks department to make those mm-hmm. places even better and to give great events. Definitely, yeah. uh, if you haven't already, check out my episode with Jackie O'Connell to hear more about that. But yeah, I think that's really, and I think it's a great segue to talk about Connect Coleraine. That's already an emphasis that the planning department has already Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and so I actually um ventured down one of the the trails my first week here Mm -hmm. and so that's one of the times that we walked through the park um Mm -hmm. but I think that's such a neat initiative and it's it's a way to take the infrastructure that already exists because a lot of the neighborhoods here, they do have sidewalks that can be utilized for mm-hmm. this. And if you add some wayfinding, you can make it a trail. You can make it have a sense of place. And you yeah. know that, you know, I've walked this distance on <laughs> this trail and I can get where I need to go. In a time where, you know, taking a walk around the neighborhood is like one of the only things we can do. It's yeah. it's definitely very apparent how important that is. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. How do you think um, COVID-19 has affected city planning, if at all? So I, I think it's really interesting because there's some effects that I think are still to be seen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that this is all very unprecedented. So, you know, we're, we're trying to figure that out. Yeah. And, but I know for certain that in the real estate market, things have gone completely crazy. Um, mm-hmm. From a residential perspective, we are seeing just a housing boom right now Hmm. houses are flying off the market and i'm interested to see in 10 to 12 months if that's still is that sustainable right yeah i mean with interest rates so low right now Mm -hmm. it's no wonder that that's happening but then on the commercial development side it's a different story um Mm -hmm. you know small businesses especially are struggling right now um we have PPP loans and so a lot of the lenders have been focusing on that but I I know that there are projects out there that you know the financing has fallen through or it's been delayed because banks are so focused on those PPP loans and Mm -hmm. so I think that I'm a little bit nervous for you know the commercial environment moving forward but I, I think that that's an opportunity as well for planners to really focus on solutions for 
Yeah, and what this new normal looks like. Yeah, Because I think the the only thing is certain is that it's not going to be the same as it was before the pandemic. Right. Which is kind of a a crazy concept that I think it took me a while to really sink in. But I'm interested to see, too, um, like office spaces now that we kind of switched so much to being virtual and work from home. Is that is that going to shift that or? I, I think that you're on to something. That was not my idea. I will, Jeff Blackbog <laughs> actually told me that. So I will give complete credit to him for, he, uh, I think in his episode, he discussed that that idea with me for a while, if I'm, I'm correct. It was Jeff. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, just the whole virtual environment has blown mm-hmm. up. I, I was not super familiar with Teams or Zoom or any yeah. of those platforms prior to this, and now I feel like I'm kind of a whiz at them. Mm-hmm. But I, I never I even not heard have... of Zoom before yeah. going into it. I'd always, yeah, it's really interesting. And now all of my classes are on Zoom, and it's crazy oh that. Oh gosh, I... yeah, it's a new world. And but you know, from a planning perspective, again, this digital input series that we're doing, mm-hmm. COVID is the reason for that. I mean, we would love to be out interacting face-to-face with people and having large gatherings where we could bring people in and collect feedback that way, but it's just not possible right now. So we had to get innovative with it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but it's it's a cool way to get innovative with yeah. all the mapping that you have. You can really kind of play with it and see mm-hmm. the big picture and also focus in. Yeah, well, and we're kind of meeting people where they are in mm-hmm. that sense. People can go in and provide input on their time. So, you know, you're not restricted to a two-hour event necessarily to come in and provide feedback. If you Mm want to take the survey any time of the day, you can do that. If you you are driving along and you see something that you think should be different or you think is an opportunity, you can go to the digital input map and and tell us that. Yeah. So it's – Yeah, I think that maybe is a benefit. Yeah. But I'm excited about it. All right, to wrap everything up, do you have anything else you want to – plug or highlight you know i i just want to say that i'm super excited to be with chlorine township um i have already met so many amazing people and Mm -hmm. i'm excited to continue interacting with the people i've met in the office and the people outside of the office all of the residents Mm -hmm. um just in the short time that i've been here i felt so welcomed and i think that there's so much opportunity in the future for Coleraine and I'm just excited to be a part of it. Well, thank you for coming on. I was excited to have you today and thanks for taking time out of your day. Yeah, thank you so much. Hey Coleraine, I hope you enjoyed my interview with senior planner Taylor Grunewald. For more interviews like it, check out our Spotify and Apple podcast page and be sure to like, review, and subscribe to us while there. Until next time, I hope you have a great week.